If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is Adam Francis, and you're listening to the Equipped Podcast on the E2E Radio Network. Stand by for a great show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Equipped to Endure Podcast, episode 403. I'm your host, Adam Francis, with your other host, Mr. Robert Oliver, and Yo. we're running solo, brother, just you and me. We can do it. Me and you. And you, and I'm going to stop. I'll get serious yeah, for that. Yeah, just go ahead. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 10 a.m. in the morning, and I just got off a shift last night. And uh, I've had my first coffee injection. Uh, I'll probably going to break here in about five minutes and have my second my second mug. Uh, how are you, Robbie? I'm doing well. Doing well. Are you, are you taking that coffee by IV or enema? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing so, – I'm actually bathing in it. Okay. I, I was I was thinking enough. I go maximum surface area absorption, uh, and you'd be surprised how much caffeine can get through your eyes when you're submerged in coffee. Yeah, so, I, I I would believe it. <laughs> man, what a busy month so far. January 2015 has been crazy. Here we are. We're recording this on the 20 on the 30th actually, and uh, I think I've had about three hours of sleep the whole uh, month of January. Uh, people having grandbabies, people uh, flying around. People uh, spending time uh, standing at their knife shop. It's been nuts. Hey, three hours sleep. You're 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 working at your optimum then. I am. Oh man, I'm in the zone, as you know. So a lot to talk about, and uh, we did miss uh, episode last week. Just some stuff came up, guys, and we couldn't get to it. Uh, apologize about that. Um, I but still talk to you. We just weren't recording, and and you couldn't hear me. Because we weren't on the phone, but I, I randomly sat around in my living room talking to you. <laughs> I, I felt you through the force. Okay, good. So there was a disturbance there, and I knew that you were talking. And it sounded like you were in a good mood, so I was kind of scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot to talk about. I think the first thing I want to talk about, and you know, we might we might run in a circle in this conversation, uh, but I think it's it's something I, I just kind of want to share, you know, my belief in this. And this is this, this movie, American Sniper. Uh, and uh, first off, let me say one thing. I like Bradley Cooper. I think he's a good actor. I think he'd be a perfect Green Lantern. I'm going to put that out there. Uh, you can agree with me or not. Perfect Hal Jordan. I'm just for the comic book guys out there. And I love Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is awesome. But before all the controversy started with this movie, and of course, of course you got these individuals who are basically trying to, you know, yesterday they were calling him, him a murderer, you know, that he went on killing sprees. And um, uh, you have other people saying, other bad things about it and the movie is, is knocking you know knocking the box office down and of course you know we know we know of uh chris through a couple you know friends of ours who you know either either knew him or knew his reputation in the seals and we always heard about good stuff i remember i remember talking to madison when he when chris was killed and uh you know it was you know kind of upsetting for him of course anytime that you know seals lose a team member but, uh, you know, this movie came out, man, and I have not seen it yet. And I don't want to see it, 
and and uh, I'm so glad to hear you say that. Yeah, and you know, it's not because I think anything bad about Chris. It's actually it's actually quite the contrary. I I, I respect him and what he does so much that I don't believe it's any of my business to dig into, you know, his life or his or the tragedies that that, that he went through or whatnot. And I guess, you know, the movie might be motivational or whatever. I just, I, I think nowadays we're getting too much into each other's business. And I think there's something sacred there. Now, I know that his wife is, is all, you know, uh, assisted in this movie. I know that Chris's father is not quite happy with the movie. Um, but it just, it's just bringing, it's bringing, I believe, and I don't know, but I believe if, if, if the situation was switched and my wife had to go through this over and over again, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want that on her. And I, and I don't think Chris would want this to happen. And, and I don't know. I mean, he, you know, he was in the public eye, you know, he, he, you know, uh, there's been books written and whatnot. Um, he wasn't scared to get up there and talk about his experiences, you know, on national TV and stuff like that, and and to write a book. And I know that he has some um, some legal issues with with uh, former uh, Governor Jesse Ventura, who I guess was also a former SEAL. Um, but I don't know, man. What do you think about it, Robbie? I'm tired, Adam. Very, 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 very tired mm-hmm. of the reality world and our Hollywood world meeting and intersecting mm-hmm. for the purpose of entertainment. Yeah. It, it's not entertaining to me anymore. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have no public opinion on Chris. I have no public opinion on most any of that type of thing because well, I'm not a public figure. Yeah. You want my opinion? Come sit down across the campfire from me. Yeah. But this whole this whole making everybody's lives and what goes on and everything television and movies is played out. I I'm disgusted with it. I haven't seen the movie for that reason. Yep. You know, I would rather if I'm going to be entertained and and that's the reason for going to a movie. Yeah. Is to be entertained. Give me something based on a Marvel character. <laughs> yeah. Give me something to, you know, that some horror writer wrote and is going to keep me up late because I can't sleep for scared some little doll is going to come around the corner of my house and ask me if I want to play. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't care what you're talking. Give me the the fantasy I pay for. Yeah. Give me something to take, something to suspend disbelief, to to take you out of the, the, the real world. For a even, little bit, even and if enjoy a, the spectacle of the film. Of film, even if it's a chick flick, that's okay. Yeah. Give me the guy who go, who's a plumber and goes to the widow's house, and somehow he works eight hours a day, seven days a week on her house, and yet his hair never gets mussed, his five shadow <laughs> never changes, his clothing never gets dirty, and somehow he's making made million dollars on a book deal that she don't know about because he's still living in the same little town where she left him 25 years ago. Great. Chick flick galore. Love it. It's just fantasy. You know, I can't, I can't walk outside without getting dirty. How he can go through the whole movie without messing up his hair. I don't know. You've really thought about this one. 
I, I'm I'm tired <laughs> of it, dude. I really am. I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm fed up. I, I think I think it is. It should be a beacon of light shining on the fact that we as a society are developing a psychological disorder, mm-hmm. and we need to nip it in the bud. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, and and this isn't. And my opinion on this hasn't changed since all the controversy associated with this film. You know, I was talking to some of my officers, and uh, you know, I was like, "Hey, guy, you know, it was like the last day of a shift. I think we had the weekend off. It was like a Thursday, so this was like maybe a Thursday two weeks ago. Whenever, whenever before this movie came out, I guess it was a week. Uh, yeah, it had to be two weeks ago. And um, uh, and like I was like, "Hey, guys, what are you get into?" He's like, "Oh, we're gonna go see the American Sniper movie. A lot of them are going together, and like, you know, you gonna go see that, Sarge?" And I'm like, "You know what, man? Like, I'm not, you know." I like I like the director. I like the actor. I'm sure it's gonna be it's gonna be done very well. I'm sure it's gonna be a riveting story. I just don't agree with with the subject matter. You know what I mean? I just, you know and and it's just I I don't want to I I don't want to share in the intimate moments that this man who who had a very challenging, demanding job. Uh, you know, it was probably very demanding on his life, on his wife, and unfortunately was taken, was, was murdered by a psycho. And I was very, and I, I the one thing I can say, I'm glad, uh, from what I understand, because one of my biggest things is like, I don't want to give that freaking psycho who murdered him any, any, any showtime. You know what I mean? Some, some good publicity? Yeah, but I mean, from what I understand, the movie did end before that happened. You know, like, it, it, it's, you knew it was going to come, but it, they didn't really make it a spectacle or whatnot, and they said that the, the ending was very, was very good. And I mean, that's Clint Eastwood. He's, he's going he's gonna to do a good job. And I'm, not, and I'm not, you know, I'm not arguing the quality of the film or anything. It's just, I, I, think, I think it needs to get to the point we need to ask ourselves, I mean, why are we telling this, are we telling this story for Christ's sake? Are we? And if, if that's the reason why we're doing it, then okay. Uh, you know, uh, that's a, uh, I'm all right with that. I'm still not going to go see it. That's still my personal choice. But if it's not for his, if, if it's not for his sake, and if it's not a hundred percent for his sake, then I, I think we're doing it for the wrong reason. And I know there's legal issues with his, with his, his wife, and you know they're being sued, and you know there's money issues and stuff, and this is, and this is going to help them, you know, help the, his family through that. So I guess there's, there's a point to be said then, but it's just like you know why do we got to, why do we got to share the tragedy, uh, of other people and, and the real stuff. I mean, it's one thing that if it's a made-up character and we can associate and we can empathize with that character or whatever, that's okay. But it gets to be a point where, and you know, now now his name's being run through the mud. You know, now you know it, it, it was it was bad enough that his wife, you know, had to probably relive a part of it. But now you know people are calling him a, a you know going on murder sprees and saying that he's racist and that he was a bad dude. And I mean, he's not here to he, you know how dare anybody out there? He's not here to defend himself. You know, have some have some freaking class. So that's the part that just kind of is is getting on me. And it's like. I'll tell you, Robbie. I mean, if I, I before this movie came out, I just felt like, man, you know what? This is not gonna. Get, this is not gonna go places. And, and it's a spectacle. You know why it's a spectacle now? Because it made so much damn money. You know, I was talking to a fellow sergeant of mine. I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing this weekend? This was last night. He's like, oh, I'm gonna take the wife and the kids to go see American Sniper. And I'm like, wow, this is like becoming the American family movie now. That families are going out and seeing. And uh, I don't yeah, know. I thought that that was Frozen. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. So it's it's 
it's a it's a it's a strange situation, man. Very strange situation. So, and I mean, again, guys, if you want to go see that movie, hey, that's on you. You're, everybody, everybody listening to this podcast is most likely an adult. They can make their own choices and how they support and don't support it. You know, but it just it gets to it gets to the point where, and I like Clint Eastwood. I like I, there's I don't think he's made a bad movie as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, so I, and I'm sure this movie is done very well, and I'm sure it's done very ta- is done tastefully. But uh, you know, it's just the the repercussions that that it, it's happened. It's just I don't know. I mean, would you want something like that if if you if you were if you were killed in the line of duty, Robbie? Or if if you know something happened, would you want your family to have to relive that? You no, know, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's just you know, and I know he's got kids, or at least one kid. You know, and I don't, I don't think that kid is old enough to comprehend, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, I don't know, man. So, I guess we can move on. But I do think it it speaks something for the culture is that we need to stop being so damn entertained and you know who i really am angry at with this issue and i guess this is another thing is the damn news media it is just such it is such bullcrap nowadays it's it's become a a you know there's a there's a show that i watched here recently robbie i finished the whole it was so good i finished the whole series in probably like a week and a half and i don't and you know i don't watch that much tv so for me to sit there and watch you know three seasons of a show uh it's the show news uh was it um Man, I can't remember show. Uh, new, not news show. Newsroom. The Newsroom on HBO. And um, a phenomenal show. It, 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 you've probably seen a clip from it. Uh, it starts out, some guy's asking, you know, why is America the best country? And um, Jeff, um, man, now I can't even remember. I have to look it up real quick. Uh, Jeff from Dumb, uh, Dumb and Dumber. What's his name? You know I can't talking about? Yeah, I know. Oh who... man, now now it's gonna kill me. <laughs> All right, um, Jeff Daniels. So Jeff Daniels, Jeff Daniels is is like this kind of like this Bill O'Reilly type character. Um, you know, one of the second highest news shows. But anyway, they get to the point where they realize news is bullcrap, and so they want to tell the news for real and call and really call people out and 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 point at. Now it's funny because the character is a is a conservative. He's a he's a Republican, but he hates the Tea Party, and it is definitely written from a very a very what it seems to be a liberal bias on on the way some of the shows are come are going. But you know you know me, man. I, I I like to look at the facts and I like to you know make my opinion. But it's funny how. You have to watch a drama on HBO for me, for people to say, you know what, damn, the, the, the news industry is a hot mess. It's all about ratings. It's all about, you know, their sponsorship, and it's not about telling anybody the truth, you know. And it's it it's it it's disgusting. And uh, you know, if you if you guys, it's an entertaining show. It's only three seasons. I think there's six or seven episodes each season. It's got the whole melodrama of the people in the newsroom and everything. But I would suggest watching it for, for the content of how the news, you know, if this is an accurate depiction of how news business is, I suggest it to watch that and think about that. You know, that, that this is a business. That this, you know, the people who are, who are the bosses of the people who are telling the news, the people whose job it is to inform you, are making decisions based off profitability of a company. And I, and I and I think that's I I think that that's inherently evil. I think it's an evil thing, man. I mean, you know, and, and 
and and I'm a businessman too. I, it's all I, I I you know, and I'm a capitalist. I think people should be able to go make make you know make money, and I think they should be able to sell a pro- product. But there's a certain philosophical danger in this concept, and you know why the hell do we need 15, 24-hour news channels, Robbie? Can there be that much news? Nope. I don't know, man. Wait. Go I got ahead. one for you, Adam. Do you watch the television show Arrow? Yes, actually, I do. You, you know, you the, know, the main, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a comic book nerd. nerd. You, you, the the main <laughs> actor, Stephen, what is it, Amel? Yeah. Uh, and I may be am I mispronouncing that? I think that's correct. Okay. I know he's doing something for Paws and Stripes. Is that what you're referring yeah. to? Yeah. Why isn't that on television? Yeah. Why isn't his uh, sincerely campaign where he's raising money for? Stand for Silent, and he's also raising money for Paws and Stripes. Here yeah. is a big-name television actor. He's on my television every single week doing something publicly. Why yeah. hasn't the news media, why, why aren't they tearing that up? Yeah. It, you know oh, why? because he's doing something positive. He's raising money for, for charities. No point in covering that. Yep, yep. Any a great guy. I, I subscribe to him on Facebook just to... Support him, you know what I mean? I, I did too because yeah. of what he does. Yeah, because he did one thing with a he did a cancer thing. He sold. He, he basically, yep. you know, he's you know he he's a very cool guy. He does his own. He runs his own Facebook, I guess YouTube channel as well. Like he's it's not a big. He just puts a camera on, and starts talking to it. It's not a big thing, and he you know he answers stuff about the show and about whatever. But every once in a while, he wants to work on different charities because he's got you know he realizes he has this reach. And so he's basically this is I think this is his second run of T-shirts. One was a F Cancer. It's a it's a uh, society. I mean a charitable organization called F Cancer. So he raised money for them with these F Cancer T-shirts. And now he's got this sincerely uh, campaign going on. Actually, Pam bought two. Awesome. So I'm gonna have yeah I'm gonna have one. It was so it was it was actually so overwhelmed when it, he opened it up. I think that that uh, PayPal was messing up. It couldn't like deal with the response, you know. So it, you know what, man? It's it's that that's that's some good stuff right there. You know, this is a, a, a for those of you guys who don't know about the show. It's you know the green. It's based off the DC comic character Green Arrow, who's basically like another version of Batman. Rich millionaire gets trapped on an island, learns how to use his bow skills, comes back, realizes that you know he wasted his his millions and becomes a crime fighter and you know, like a vigilante. Very similar in, in idea, and you know it's it's a it's a it's a good it's a pretty good show. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's that kind of campy superhero sitcom stuff. The Flash is pretty cool too, and you know, Robbie, Rami, and I are both uh, both uh, the comic book uh, geeks. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we're not even good comic book geeks. We only we probably only know what we're talking about nowadays. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. So, yeah, you don't hear anything about that. Uh, yeah, what happened to the feel-good pieces that used to be on, like, the local... I, see, I can still remember that from when I was a kid. You know, like, the local news, you turn on, you know, hit the dial of TV, like, you know, NBC4 or whatever, the local news, or Fox 5. You know, you, you'd have, like, positive things about people doing something positive in the community because the news was focused on your community. There was the national news as well that would come on at 8 o'clock or whatever, but you didn't have all these, you know these cable news channels, which is just 24 hours of, of crap, of crap. So, and, and it was funny. I was, we were, you know, we had the news on it in our office, um, 24 seven, Robbie, and we go back and forth from, 
you know, NB, uh, MSNBC, the CNN, the Fox News, and I, actually every once in a while I'll turn on, I'll turn BBC. Um, but it's like, you know, you're watching Fox News and it's like, buy gold and silver. Silver is at the lowest point it's been at for forever. If you buy it now, you know, you, you can maximize your, your, your returns. And it's like, well, you've been telling us, to, you've been telling everybody to buy silver and gold for the last five years and it's took a dump. So everybody who's bought it, you know, three, three years ago is like hating life right now. Because it's silver's below like the the cost of mining, you know, mining for it, or something ridiculous. It's just you know, just more, more sponsorship. I'm going to raise the fear of everybody about the economy, about about how our society's doing, about our debt, and those are the stories I'm going to focus on. And then what I'm going to do, I'm going to show uh, you know precious metal investment opportunities because the the country's going down the tubes. I mean, do, do, is anybody does anybody see a problem with that? Is it just me? It doesn't seem legit, you know. Seems like I'm. It seems like I'm filing. I mean, that would be like that if equipped to endure. Let me just let me let me paint the picture here. If equipped to endure, you know, all I reviewed was bad knives that broke on me, and I ended up damaging myself. Like I broke in a shard, flying to my shoulder, and then I went to a commercial break. Like buy this new super knife. Blah 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 blah. You know, I mean that that don't. That's kind of disingenuous, don't you think so, Robbie? I why not do that. a why I, not do a story about how precious metal investment is tanked and people you know a lot of people have lost a lot of wealth because they've invested in gold and silver. I mean, yeah, they still have that, but the 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 price has gone down tremendously, and Fox News has been peddling this this advertisement for the last five years. How about do that damn story? So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a fan I, of the news making. Yeah, it's just. You know what I? You know what I wish, man. You know what I wish when we get artificial intelligence, that we have an we have a little robot that flies around and, and reports the real news, like objectively, objectively as as possible. Wouldn't that be awesome? There's no nobody nobody's getting paid for it, you know. So, uh, is this a link for uh, Knocking Point Wine? This is Stephen Amell's wine thing. Yeah. I just love. Uh, I, there's a couple of them that I I love the uh, the bottles because they've got the yeah you know, like Wicked yeah. Aim. Yeah. And That's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, the Vigilante. Yeah, Year uh, Two Nouveau. Yeah, that just some of them I, I really kind of just like them. <laughs> um, you know it's funny, man. Have you seen that guy's workout routine? He does all his own stunts and everything. He's a he's a freaking beast, man. He's like he 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 could be on American Ninja. No, I not, generally it, it, avoid watching that type of stuff because it just makes me feel bad about myself. Dude, American Ninja is, is awesome, dude. I love that. I love that stuff. Show. I I see oh. those workouts and I think, man, I need to get up and do that. And and I get up, but I just end up getting up and going and get a bag of Fritos. I I actually don't have to <laughs> work out. When I get up uh, to work out. It, there, there's, I don't know. There's a, there's a hole in my system there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you just, you, you gotta do it. You gotta do whatever you can do. My, my well, you know, Pam bought me that Fitbit thing, and I've been wearing it and tracking, and we've been having kind of a silent competition, and she's been kicking my butt. And I'm like, how can you, how fast are you running around, you know, to, to beat me this? Because I, 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 even at work, I get up like every, if I'm, if I'm in the desk, I get up every hour and walk around, you know. Like for for she's still kicking my butt, but you know. Yeah, I had one of those wrist-mounted pulse monitor things one time. It yeah. kept going to sleep. What does that tell you? 
it, it fell asleep <laughs> several times. It, it's just, it was sickening how how pitiful I am. Um, yeah. It called nine one one three times because it thought I was dead. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess we should move on into some more uh, equipped to endure based stuff. Yeah. Enough so. of our ranting. What's new in the E two E world? Oh man. Well, you know what, guys? We've been busy, busy, busy. I uh, got a couple videos on deck. Um, recently though, and this is kind of just a side note, a little look into my personal life, I've been really slammed trying to get some stuff done for Live Fire Gear. As you guys know, uh, Live Fire Gear, we released our 5D Fire Cord, which should be in stock. We have tons of, we're, we're actually going to be not selling it on LiveFireGear.com anymore. We've gotten to that point where we have dealers and distributors, so we'll have a list at where you guys can buy it from and, and all the other good stuff, so we're kind of excited about that, but we have been just busy as crap trying to expand what we're doing and the only way i can explain it is you identify a problem right as soon as you and imagine the the problem is a support that you got to put you know you have to put a support in place to, to solve that problem right every time you place that support in place there's 10 supports needed for that support you know what i mean it's just you know Hey, you know, we need we need QuickBooks for inventory tracking, and we get QuickBooks. Holy crap! We need somebody to, <laughs> to teach us how to use this. Oh, we're using this wrong. We need you know we need to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, now we need to buy a, a, a scanner gun so we can track inventory. It's just it's cool, man. It's exciting. It's fun. I I love this kind of stuff. You know me. I love problem solving. But it does get into the point where like, man, I really I really understand the difference of a vacation. I haven't worked this hard in like ten years. So it's fun, it's good, and I gotta, you know, thank Roger and his wife Dana and my wife Pam uh, for really just everybody's working their butts off. I mean, I I do my 12-hour days at work. I come and do my E2E stuff, and then I do my live fire stuff as well. And uh, they're they're catching up with me with hours, and there's just days that I come here and I'm spent. But uh, pretty fun. So that's cool. That's been going well. A couple videos. We got Uncle uh, Bobby Plude back in uh, some videos doing some trapping stuff, which is pretty fun. And that second, uh, I think that second video got released. That second Fox video get released? Robbie, have you seen that one? Part two? I, yep, it did. I don't... Yeah. It did. It did get released. Because you can see everything on the back end. Yeah, I so can. You actually... And I never know when something's released and not released because I watch them. <laughs> yeah, you can watch them, and you can watch them before they go public. Um, so, yeah, he did get a Fox on that, that bait set. Uh, but also we'll be going back there because he's got, you know, Bobby took, is taking a job in his retirement, um, kind of a caretaker for a piece of property. And, you know, he, he's the kind of guy, he's always got to be busy, you know, so fixing something, you know, piddling around on something. And, and recently he's had a fox problem on this property he's responsible for taking, uh, taking care of. So he's got to get, he's been trapping the fox, the foxes out there. And you got to watch out. There's a lot of rabies with fox. Um, and you got... You know, these animals chasing people, chasing other animals and stuff like that. But they also got coyotes. So he's 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 found some coyote tracks in there, so he'll be doing some trapping for the coyotes. And he actually had one that, uh, you know, got, got out of the trap. I guess he was too big for the trap he was using. Um, so we'll be doing some more stuff on that. Uh, what did you think of that that trap stuff, man? You know, he can he can that that fool can set a trap, can he? Yes, he can. And and you know that's that's not a that's not a skill you just discover you have. Uh, yeah. That's years of practice and and uh, you know education from the old timers, self education through trial and error, yeah. 
uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't born that good overnight. Yeah. And it, you, you guys really can't, appre- I mean, the film doesn't do it justice. It is really hard to appreciate how well Bobby does it. He's got a, a perfect system in place, you know, step one through 20. Uh, and you know, his, his trap, he's, he's good. I mean, that, he said that trap and got, and got animal that night. It wasn't like, you know, it, it waited out there for very long. So that was pretty cool. Uh, also, we got a chance to do a one of our three-year reviews or follow-up reviews, looking at some of the Fiddleback Forge knives. Really digging those blades, guys. Check out that and check out Andy's site at fiddlebackforge.com and keep an eye out on Blade Forums for his Fiddleback Fridays when he's got his new stuff that comes on and you can get the first shot to make a purchase. And, you know, hey, it is, it is only January 30th, but Blade Show will be here before we know it. So I, I think I'm going to jump and do that Duke this year, Robbie. I was just looking need, at that the other day and thinking of you. And man, I just I just want one, man. I want one. I want to, uh, you know, just go out there and 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 play around and that and that style can't. You know what's funny, man? And let me ask you. Th- let me ask you this: Do you feel that you've got your camping needs, bushcraft needs, survival needs, whatever label that we want to attach? Because I, I realize that we all have different systems in place for all those different needs. Do you feel like you got it? Are you to a point where you got it kind of locked down to where it needs to be? No, nah. no, nah. never. Do you will. feel? Well, let me let me rephrase that. Where you're comfortable? Could, where could I, can where I you can go out, go out and say and be comfortable? Absolutely, but I could do that 20 years ago. Well, uh, I, I, my, but, my, ne- my next statement is: is do you find yourself wanting to go out there in a certain style now? Like I want to go yes. out there and, and and play around with this. I'm going to make this entertaining. And educational with me, and just have fun with this this type of setup. Well, and and here's here's the, I guess the full circle evolution there, Adam, mm-hmm. is that there was skills that I, I learned as a child from my grandfather and father, and 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 then just playing things they they taught me, or and then I taught myself variations of what they taught me, you know, just playing in the woods growing up. And, yeah. and it became almost a – that was entertainment. And then yeah. it went to a skill, a needed skill point where I was out there learning and, and educating and even teaching sometimes uh, as, an, as an educational aspect. Yeah. And it has come full circle where I'm back to most of your base skills are now mm-hmm. so ingrained that I can do them without them feeling like I'm practicing. I'm just doing them. Yeah. You know, it's like pouring yeah. a cup of coffee. Eventually, it just gets to the point where it's a no-brainer. You just go through the motions. And, yeah. and since I've gotten to that point, now I'm doing things more as entertainment again. Well, I, I will tell you that, and I kind of feel guilty. You know, it's, a, it's a little E2E confession, but like recently when I go out in the field, I haven't been bringing my camera because I just need a break from that. You know, I got to... I got to get out in the woods for the purpose of what getting out in the woods I got into for the first in the first place. So, and and the I, I think the the joy I have found at least in doing that, Adam, uh-huh. is now I try things that I don't think will work. Yeah, yeah. Crap that I, I'm pretty sure this is going to fail badly, but yeah. uh, who cares? I, you know, I know ten <laughs> different ways to do it right. I know 10 different ways to do it right in 10 different circumstances. Who cares? 
let's let's do this and see what happens. You know, yeah, like let's let's you know, I want to try this kind of shelter and see how effective it is. Yeah, and and yeah, this is you know, sometimes I build things like uh, shelter is a good example. I did one not too long ago that uh, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't stay out that night. I built the shelter, yeah. then went home, which I'm glad I did because apparently it fell down in the middle of the night. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't in it when that happened, but now I know. <laughs> I didn't have high hopes for it to start with. Uh, it just it was one of those where I was trying to wedge things against each other and and, and use physics in my. To, well, apparently my my physics degree needs to be mailed back to the Cracker Jack Corporation, and, and get another <laughs> one because it didn't work out that well. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was fun. Well, well, what did you expect for four ninety nine? Well, hey, Anyone? hey, it was six ninety nine. I got the ring. I got oh, the okay. ring that came with the package. Uh, next, guys, keep an eye out. Uh, we have a, a giveaway for the Ken Onion Foresight First Edition Blade. It's a nice folder. We got a little thing going on there for you guys to share your uh, your folding knives on the website. I love Ken. Also, <laughs> he is such a yeah, cool Yeah, he's guy. awesome, man. He is. Uh, VanQuest gear, Molly sticks, and MOHL gear review. I did. I didn't say hook and loop. I said hook and ladder. I've been talking to my firefighter buddies too much. That that was a slip. So somebody called me out on that. That was pretty funny. I thought. It was uh, but it, that's good. a. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, a nice little piece of gear. I got some other stuff from VanQuest that I, I've been I've been working here with here. I just want to get some more time under my belt before I finish the video. And then last but not least, I did a, a vehicle EDC update 2015 winter gear loadout. And and guys. We record that video when we were out there recording uh, Bobby doing some trapping, and it was one of those things where uh, I had I had cameraman Mark with me. He's like, "Hey man, you want to do anything else?" I was like, "You know what? I've been having guys, you know, bug me for an EDC video for my vehicle. I haven't done that for a while." I was like, "Why don't you just do it now?" And I'm like, "You know, that's a good point. I'll just do exactly what I have in here, and and we'll just we'll we'll own it. We'll own that." And it was, you know, I, I enjoyed that. Um, there, there are some comments Some people said, Hey, why don't you have this? And why don't you have that? And it's like, well, obviously you guys haven't seen the first one. Cause you know, I have that stuff and I have that stuff in my bags, uh, that I didn't go over specifically, but that was fun. Little update. And I think I'm going to, I, I got some ideas for some people. Uh, the problem is, is that that vehicle, Robbie, I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep that vehicle. Um, it's not you your know, old that one, was kinda, it? it's not my old vehicle, you know, yeah. and I don't know how much money I want to spend getting it where it needs to be uh because i might you know i might just keep that vehicle around for for a, a backup vehicle and, and get something else here in the near future you, um, you liked it, your it, systems in your old vehicle didn't you i did i did a lot a lot and I, you know and, and it, it and worked around guys, lifestyle it was one of those things where you know my wife and i we were trying to curb some of our costs and just kind of get to a place where we can focus a little bit more time and energy into other projects, and it was basically because of type because of live fire because I wanted her to pull back from some contracts that she had from her consulting business, and focus more on what we're doing there. So we had to take an initial pay cut, and we just found ways to trim the fat. And one thing I could, you know, I had a, I had a bunch of work that I needed to get done with that my old ridge line, and it, it, we were fortunate that it was worth more than I owed on it. So basically, we you know we dumped a three hundred and fifty dollar payment. I bought that that uh vehicle I have now that was paid off you know so save 350 bucks on that probably save you know 25 30 bucks on my car insurance and um it worked out really well 
But now we're getting to the point where it's like, well, you know what? You know, that's this thing is paid off. I'm going to keep it. You know, a paid car. Uh, you know, a, a car that's paid off is like money in the bank. A vehicle is paid off is like money in the bank. Um, but I'm still looking for that, that. You know, I love to have my Ridgeline back. I love that vehicle. I mean, let me tell you, I know they're uglier than sin. Um, but you know, Rob, you've you've traveled in that thing up and down. You know, the, but, the but country. Between and you know, between the dogs and the gear and the family and the friends, and the random utility type jobs we did and this that and the other that vehicle really may have had a certain aesthetics that were not appealing to everyone <laughs> but i mean we climbed the side of a mountain with it but we also you know used it to travel the interstates yeah uh, and, I, and i'll tell you like i i you know i have to drive large vehicles for work you know i usually have like suburbans or you know i've had suburbans i've had ex- expeditions i've had you know, all kind of different SUV type vehicles for work, um, and I like I like a, something that drives more like a car, man. I don't want to I don't want a F one fifty. I mean, they're nice, don't get me wrong, but they don't drive like they don't drive as comfortable as a vehicle. I mean, as a normal car, they drive like a truck, and you know, I you know, it's just I I don't need I don't need a tow boat, you know what I mean? I don't need to climb I don't I don't need to climb a boulder. You know, my off my off roading is very limited of what I need, and it fit me perfectly. And I love being able to secure my stuff in my vehicle because nobody's going to go in there and pry open my trunk of that hidden cab. You know, it's just not going to happen. Or that hidden hidden trunk in the bed. My so. wife hates my vehicle. Yeah. She hates driving yeah. my vehicle. It's a combination yep. between a tractor and a tank. <laughs> and, and, and you know i can understand what you're saying about how something drives for me i grew up driving tractors so it's not you know yeah. not too bad I, I, for I mean, me but she hates it because of that you know i am a foot taller than my wife a foot taller okay it is very difficult to find a vehicle that can serve both of our needs and she can drive it in case i, I you know she needs to and that's important. I mean, there, I mean, there's there's utility in that, you know. And there's a lot of people like, oh, this is my vehicle. I don't want anybody else to drive it, dude. You know how many people have had driven my vehicle for one reason or another? I mean, it, I don't think there's, I don't think we have a friend in our group that hasn't driven my vehicle or, ha- or had a need to drive my vehicle, you know. Whether it, whether we're out camping and we're we got to pull it into a certain area to have a evac in case somebody gets injured because we're doing a class or. You know, I gotta throw you the keys because you gotta go pick up somebody at the airport because we're at a show. Or when, you're, you know, when your back was out, I think I acted as chauffeur. Oh yeah, yeah, for man. A week I forgot there. about that. Yep, yep. So I mean, it's just you know, it's it's one of those things. So and I, I will be there. Needless to say, there, there probably will be an update if and when I can you know get my new vehicle. Um, that that is you know I'm I'm trying to budget that out right now. So, hey, let, but of let course ask, I'm a cheap bastard, and I won't buy a new car. I'll have to buy a used car. Let me ask you something, man. <laughs> yeah, you said something about owning that that kit in the in the back of your truck mm-hmm. and all, and and I'm gonna admit to something, and you don't have to admit to Jack if you don't want to, but <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit to something on there. You know, my kits are never that damn well organized. The stuff you see on videos, it looks mm-hmm. like that for ten minutes, dude. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Here, here it is, yeah. people. Here's the reality of it. If you like my kit, don't expect it to look like that the next time you see me. Yeah. I will use something out of it. I will replace something. I will swap it out for something I had in the house or in another bag 
the headlamp that's in my glove box in my uh, truck right now is not yeah. the same one that was in there two days ago. Because I went in the yep. glove box for something and said, I think I'm going to switch this one with that one. And, it, you know, the, the sleep system that's in my truck right now mm-hmm. for, for emergencies is not the same one that was in there two weeks ago. That one yep. I'm actually using right now as my daily, uh, and yeah, I'm weird. I sleep in camping gear nightly, but regardless of that, I, I switch it up, and, and it's never, you know, it, it doesn't stay the same way long. So at any mm-hmm. given time, if you call me out on it and say, where's your so-and-so, there's probably yeah. going to be at least one piece of gear missing from any kit you find of mine. Yeah, or or gear, other gear that you dumped in there for oh, yeah. you know, the time being. You, you, so that, that's, you what hap- find... that's what happens to me all the time is, is like, you know, I'm transitioning from bags to do different testing or whatever. And it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. But that's what happened is I'll dump stuff in this bag or dump stuff in that bag. And I'll still have my, you know, I'll still have all the needs, yeah. all my needs met. But there, there's definitely abundance. There's definitely a redundancy. I mean, dude, I didn't realize I had three. When, when, I, was, when, I, when I started that video, I did not realize I had three axes in that vehicle. If you would have right. asked me how many axes in that vehicle, I said, oh, I might have one in the bin, you know. Right. But we had some kind of thing, and I had both axes. So generally, the only consistency you know. you'll find with me is mm-hmm. the stuff I carry on my person. What's in my pockets? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, generally, six months to a year, it'll stay the same. Yeah. Um, you know, and even beyond that, sometimes I just refresh stuff and get new, you know, new tender. I, you know, I keep emergency tender in my pocket. So you know, maybe I get new of the same thing, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there's very little variation in what's in my pockets. But other kits, man, it gets used so much and changed out and swapped out and added to and subtracted from and yep. it evolves. Yep. It's constantly evolving. I, you know, and I and I think the important thing, and we we've talked about this sometimes, and I I can't beat this uh, to people. Use your stuff, and and I mean use it up. Use it up and get more stuff. And I know that sounds like a waste, but the the skill set and the training that you get from using that stuff and you got to replace it, that's just an investment in your skills and it's, a, it's an investment that is going to pay in huge dividends if you're ever in that situation. I think uh, – You know, like I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a perfect example, all right? And this is something that I'm guilty at. I am, I am in a line of law enforcement that I have – different requirements than most than your average law enforcement officer like i have an msa air pack that i'm certified with like firefighters same you know we, we have the 60 minute tubes a lot of those guys have the 30 or the 60 minute bottles a lot of those guys have the 30 minute bottles but we only train on that like once or twice a year you know so when i put that thing on i gotta be like oh crap man how okay this is secondary you know okay here i gotta turn it on I said, there's the bell and let me see. I gotta get this respirator on the mask, and it's, and it's one of those things where I know that I watch the firefighters that we work with. They throw that thing on. They just sling it over their back. They have it on in like 15 seconds, not even 15 seconds, like five seconds. And it's one of those things. Where it's like, damn, I need to get, I need to get using this thing. But unfortunately, 
the 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 training requirements for us to use it and them to use it is is crazy. I mean, these guys are blacking out their masks and crawling on the floor of these things, and and you know they suit up with it every time they go. We only suit up with it, you know, at a certain threat level, you know. So it's 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 one of those things where you you got to be honest with your needs and you got to have that you know that training where you don't really like oh man this is dumb and I've been work you know I've been working for the government for over 12 years you know I've been I've been training with that air pack for damn near eight or nine and you know if I've and if I've used it 20 times I think that'd probably be on the high end you know that is not good ratio where you got guys who are thrown on you know firefighters are thrown on every call and they, they can do it in their sleep and so you gotta be you gotta be willing to take the time you know even if you think the need isn't necessarily there it's it's a you know million to one chance that i ever really need that but if that million to one chance happens i'd need to damn near be you know be prepared and and we were just doing research here before and i got 10 guys in the class and i only got eight air packs so you know some people are sitting there and watching Watching doing instead of doing it themselves, you know that's and that's ridiculous, you know. So it's just something it, it's just something to think about. And I, I bring this back to your gear. Go out there and use your emergency fire starter. Go out there and scrape that damn fire steel. Go up there and and, and you know deploy that tube tent or whatever that you have. And and our, oh, I'm gonna use this trash bag for this. You know, I got this this you know three mil or whatever trash bag in here i'll be using for a shelter well cut that thing open and make a shelter out of it put well, you some know, weight on it let it sit out there for for in a rainy day or oh you know you know it's snowing tonight let me go make a shelter in the snow and see how it holds up let me see if it falls if it had fallen down in the middle of the night let me just set it up and come back home let, let me you interject know? something real quick adam yeah, yeah. You, you and i both know jamie burley yep right um Great guy. yeah see him at shows good guy Jamie uh, did something the other night during the middle of a snowstorm. Mm -hmm. He takes out his three mil plastic trash bags and says, let's see what kind of sheltering quality this really is. Right? Mm -hmm. And he goes and tests himself against, I don't know, it was like 20 degrees outside. You know, he lives up north. Cold as all get out. I think he said yeah. he lasted like an hour and a half or not. No, an hour and 15 minutes. And for whatever yeah. reason, uh, I think his wife was leaving for work and he had to go in with the kids or something. Long story short, it was like an hour and 15 minutes he went in. But he said mm -hmm. the, the truth of the matter was that even if that hadn't happened, he doubted he would have lasted another 15 minutes. Really? Because he said the realities of things, you know, not having a pre-built place to sit. So anything he touched was frozen cold you know yeah the, yeah the condensation building up inside the bag the the combination of all the different things the reality was without a fire without additional insulation you know ways to create a microclimate and that type of thing an hour and 15 minutes and he said he didn't know if he would have made it another 15 mm -hmm. you know it, and that's you don't know that if you don't play with this stuff you know, if yeah, you don't right. go out and try it and do it, you're never going to know it. Uh, and another aspect of that that whole conversation, you know, about the the kit, the gear, and all, is mm -hmm. you know our our old friend uh, Ron Ron Hood, uh, the late great, mm -hmm. had that mentality of good enough. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't worry about whether I've got, yeah. Uh, do do I have two hundred foot of of you know five fifty fire cord in the truck, or do I have a roll of bank you line? You better, you better, damn it. Or do I have a <laughs> roll of bank line and some live fire minis in, in the pouch? I I don't care. Yeah. Either yeah. one is good enough. You know, yeah. I can get the job done with either. Uh, yeah. And so, you need to also find that good enough. You know, you yeah. you know what the job is you need to get accomplished. Does the you know assortment of gear you have cover your bases? And if so, it's good mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. Uh, get make sure you have the skill level to get the job done with. You know, the resources that you're going to have, and, and it's good enough. You know, you know, Robbie, and, and I, I can bring up this conversation now. We might not have enough time to get through it before the podcast is over. we, we got about 13 minutes left, and we still need to do some other stuff. <laughs> but I, I've been, after that EDC video, I, you know, I look at that, and I'm like, well, you know, i got a lot of, I got a lot of good gear in that in there, and I can see my transition to gear and whatever. But, like, I'm getting to the point when I go out camping, one or two things is happening. One, I'm, I don't have anything else to prove. I don't have anything to prove to anybody anymore. You know, my, my days of, of you know, just having a wool blanket and, and doing push-ups in the middle of the night so I don't freeze my butt off and just you know, being as rugged, they're very few and far between because I don't got anything to prove to myself or anything to prove to anybody else because I know I can do it. The, the only thing that I do know is that as I get older, it's going to be harder and harder to do that. So I need to be more prepared because I know that there's a difference of, of when I went out there and it's like, you know, I'm going to go out there just in my wool clothes and my wool blanket and, and you know, see what I can do with the shelter uh, when I was 35 than when I was doing it when I was 25. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I have decided I wanna, I'm I, now a cold sleeper. I didn't used to be, yeah. but I am now. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's it's. I mean, especially since I had my back surgery. I don't know what's up with that, but I'm always cold now. But like, I I want to get a kit together that I can have in my car that is just my beat stick kit. Like you know th this like, and I'm talking about. I'm not gonna put a nylon uh, tent in there. I'm gonna put a canvas tent in there. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna put it. You know, a, a down nylon sleeping bag. You know, extra wool blankets. I don't care if it weighs. 15 pounds it's going to be rugged you know hard you know hard proof and i will i will use any of the modern technology to supplement any of those the shortcomings of that stuff but i know if you know it, it's going to last if i if i don't touch it if I, you know i want something that if i leave in my trunk for a year it's going to be the same quality to, to do what needs to do in that year if you if you leave one of these microfiber down you know, sleeping bags compressed in your vehicle for a year. Guess what? When you unfurl that thing, it's going to be damn worthless because everything's going to be is going to be permanently crushed, and you're not going to get any any kind of insulation value out of that stuff at all. So I, I that's like that's like my next my that's my next project that I want to start you know getting together. And you know, I, I want to I want to take two two of the shelter halves. That's an interesting that? concept that you're going down, a, a thought process there. And you're right. We don't have enough I, time for this one because I, basically I want, what I, I'm you know, hearing. I want to set it and forget it. That's Basically what, what I'm like, hearing is your camping slash hiking gear can be mm -hmm. ultralight modern while mm -hmm. a good bit of your 
uh, emergency gear probably needs to be old school bulletproof. That's right. That's right. I, because when it comes down to it, I, I'm not. I'm not. Survival doesn't need to be about comfort. It doesn't need to be. I want the smallest footprint, the most durable gear. I want to get the most return on my investment for space and weight. You know, and, yeah. and val and, and cost of the gear. Because See, this is. I, 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 I'm not good. Like I've got, I've got a, I've got a Flectarn, two Flectarn half shelters, and mm-hmm. they're perfect, dude. Let me tell you something. You, you crawl into a space that small with, with a buddy of yours. I don't care if it's 30 degrees outside. That canvas and you and two people in there, body heat, it's gonna warm up. You, you're gonna, you're gonna get past hypothermia, you know, unless it's like you know negative 20 or something like that. That might be a problem. You know, now you do need some kind of barrier. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do need some kind of barrier against the ground cold. But you know, those things you can't you can't get into them in the summertime. There ain't I'm, no I'm, way. It's a, it's a damn say, it's a damn sweat box. I, I'm a, I'm gonna say Adam that the thought process would need to mm-hmm. be judged against each individual piece of gear because some yeah. modern pieces of gear work better than the old school stuff. But yeah. Uh, I I can't argue. And, and also, you, you got to you, you also got to pick you got also got to pick uh, stuff for your region that you're at. Well, for, you know? for example, that, you, know, another... you know that I, I I have no problems with any carbon steels as your everyday knife, mm-hmm. but I feel like a true survival knife should be stainless steel because it may mm-hmm. be left in a kit for a year before you ever need it. Yep. And, yep. and, and you know, uh, and, I don't and, know what's happening to something when I'm not there to look at it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny, man. I was just, you know, you, you need that bulletproof gear. I, I was just doing a, a, a overview on a new piece of equipment, which was actually my gear pick. It's the, uh, it's a spool tool, uh, tactical 550 guys. Check out tactical 550.com. Uh, talk it. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it, it's one of those things where I, I so when it came out, I wanted one. I just never jumped on it because it's like, you know, I, I don't, I, that is a solution I need, but I don't need, I, uh, let, me re- let me rephrase that. That is a solution that I want, but I don't have a need for it right now. When I get a chance to get one, I will, but I, you know, I was, but now that I got one, I'm like, man, this is, this is makes sense. And it's funny. That was I'm doing this pick. over. About oh, was it a spool tool? A year ago, yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Well, it's funny because I had a hundred foot hank of of cord, and I got the cord tangled up on video when I was trying to wrap it on the spool tool, right? Because I just wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. I got it tangled up, and it's, it was a hot mess. I was frustrated, man. I was like, God dang it! You know, I just wanted to stop the video. He's like, No, this is good because this is what really happens. How many times have you been out in the, in the field and you made one wrong move with your cord and you dropped it or whatever, and it becomes a tangled mess? And I was like, well, damn, if this isn't it, this isn't articulate the need for this device, I don't know what does. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, look at this is this is this is proof positive. Uh, and another you know, another it, one of those E2E confessions, Adam. I am yeah. never ever ever on the same side of the tree as that tag end of my dasted cord. It's always now, hung up in some like sticks and roots and mess on the other side of the tree and just will not pull free. When I just need to get the other end of it to tie it up. I'm at the point, man, like with the stuff that I do, I, I, I don't get a chance to watch many other YouTube videos nowadays. But the other day I took a good, a good 45 minutes to an hour and I just perused wherever YouTube led me. 
And you know, there's some, there's a lot of, there's a lot of decent guys out there. I will say that, but there's a lot of guys too where I'm like, come on, man, come on, man. You know that, you know this is artificial. What you're doing here, you know it doesn't go down that way. And I can tell that you're experienced enough that you're not, you're not, you're not doing it right by accident. You're doing it right by camera edit, you know. And it's like there needs to be a little a little reality to this, you know, to to be like, oh yeah, this sucks. This right here sucks. This this situation sucks. Let me tell let me tell you something, Adam. Uh, (laughs) You need to go back to watching Sarge Feria's videos. Mm -hmm. Make him a priority. Because I love that guy, man. And and I know you turned me on to him. Uh, But I also know that your your schedule doesn't leave much time for entertainment anymore. Uh, If anybody's got a DeLorean with a flux capacitor, let me borrow it for about a month. I'll be good. He's he's been doing these videos recently (laughs) Uh where he's just telling crap the way it is and and what he's doing. Like, for example, Uh he's been using matches. And uh-huh. he's, you know, why do I want to play with a ferro rod and make this tender bundle when I can just take this big uh, collection of twigs, light a match, and it yep. lights up without having to prep any yeah, tender? Who, who, who the hell said matches are bad? Like, where the hell did that start from? I mean, I got some of these hurricane matches, they're, they're, or, or whatever they're called, storm matches. They're amazing. They're amazing. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, one oh. of the best. Guess what? 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 Uh, UCO, the the people that make those matches you love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guess what they've just revealed, or or What's will that? be a new product this year. A long burn version of that match. Really? Yep. I, I, yep. 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 I mean, I I will I I agree with that hundred percent. I don't I don't know who the heck started this nasty lie. That matches suck. I mean, the, 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 there's a whole generation of adventure adventuring that happened with matches. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, I I, I bet you at one. I, I would love to see the if we could if we had a magic crystal ball that can see the ratio of successful fires created by human beings. And I would wonder what the ratio of each fire starting tool is. I mean. You think even a bow drill, okay, yeah, a bow drill or a friction fire was probably used for, you know, thousands of years, but the population was super small. You know what I mean? Now we got 7 billion people on the planet. You know, that, that, that population Interesting. of That's fire a- starting in a year, in a year would probably, out, would probably take up a, several, several hundred years at least of fire starting by, by primitive people. That's a perspective you know, I've it, never thought about. Interesting, well, dude. It's all about numbers, man. Seven billion people. I mean, even if even if you're talking about, you know, twenty to twenty, even if twenty percent of those people ever use, I mean, it's going to be more than that because the, the it probably more like sixty percent of those people probably are relying on on actually starting fires for their their daily life activities. So and in in any one given day, the combination of spoke, smokers on this planet probably flick their bicks more. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, an average yep. smoker anywhere from five to twenty cigarettes a day. Yep. Combine all of them and across, and across the world. You know years, what? I, I guarantee. I, I I would I would guess that probably the amount of smokers that light a bic in a year probably 
outnumbers the amount of fires started for for the history of man pre-industrial revolution. May it may. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's I, I, I think smoker five to five to twenty a day. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've reached a point here recently that there's more people alive than people have died on the planet. Right. I think we've reached that point, which is it's, it's just nuts. It's nuts. I mean, pe- like a billion is so much. Like people don't realize how much that is. You know, um, it's just a huge amount. If you ever, if you ever watch a, uh, if if you could see a model of somebody standing next to a million dollar, a million one dollar bills, and then somebody standing next to a billion dollar bills, it's it'll blow your mind. You know, <laughs> so. Well, Robbie, we are re- reaching the end of well, our time we here. Before we go, uh, I think we should mention our sponsors, uh, Live but, Fire. Yeah, you know that would LLC. Yeah, that would be important. <laughs> Dan, um, Dan misses one episode, and we we throw him under the bus. Yeah, guys, go check out LiveFireGear.com. A uh, great. We got some new stuff coming here shortly. I I, I wish I could tell you guys. LLC.com. Well, you can you can go to LiveFireGear.com or LiveFireGearLLC.com. Okay. Um, just stay, stay tuned. Uh, but if, if it's, if you have a local shop, a website you like to buy from and they are not carrying live fire products, uh, send an email to admin at livefiregear.com and say, Hey, listen, you know, I, I love this store. I shop here all the time and this would be a perfect product because I'm always like, if you're always buying something, you want to get over that hundred dollar mark to get free shipping or something, you know, and you can always use more live fire. Give us that store's name. We'll contact them, and if we can get if we can get them squared away to be a dealer or whatever, we're gonna we're gonna hook you guys up with something. All right. So you might you might be getting some 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 free swag for that. So let us know. And uh, see, I, I say that now because I'm not the one who's got to go over there and and, and talk to the dealers and fill out all the deal <laughs> applications and everything. It's easy to make work <laughs> for other people. It is, man. That's what I do. So um, also, also dogwood custom. Dogwood, yeah, dogwood Custom, custom Knives. knives. Uh, if you're <laughs> interested in the dogwood, check out their dealers at uh, USA Made Blade, uh, Edgeworks, and Arizona Custom Knife. I know that Dan just uh, this past week released on Facebook a photo of a new offering from Dogwood that uh, a lot of hunters may be excited about, the Dogwood Custom Knife Skinner. Um, very yeah. interesting and uh, a, a, a very worthwhile blade to take a look at if you're a hunter i actually did the testing on the prototypes and it is a nimble little skinner it i, I told uh i told dan when i gave it back to him that uh, after the trials uh i learned that with small game it's not even necessary to touch the animal you just lay the knife near the the rabbit or squirrel and uh the skin just falls off <laughs> pretty, pretty you impressive. You know, Robbie, it, it, it has been it has been nearly a year since I got my last dogwood knife, and I've been you uh, know I, I really I wanted one. I've got I, I I can't can't give you any the specifics, but uh, there should be a couple on their way to me for testing here in the next week. That well, I, I, I think might we might have be, to turn we might have to turn the tables. I might have to rob you for once, man. The, the, you're going to be interested in this one. Because every time you guys come over, I get, you know, I'm missing live fire and, and fire cord stuff and backpacks and. <laughs> well, they're, they're so, yeah. the, new, the new one I'm going to be testing next week, Adam, uh, there's a fun factor too that I think you're going to be interested in. 
Awesome, awesome. And you know what? I just want to mention some of the other people out there who've been sending us some stuff, guys. I know that it's not necessarily a podcast sponsor, but uh, Tactical 550 just sent me the spool too. Check them out. VanQuest Gear has sent me a couple things. Uh, go and uh, check them out as well. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Um, I had I had a Bic Lighter story in, in this, but I'm going to save that for later. You know, just the, the classic uh, Bic Lighters always fail for me. You know, you, you know the... Uh, uh, I just got a email from exotac that the big lighter cover should be shipping their their uh oh, kickstarter sweet. program they did uh, yeah should be absolutely shipping first of the month i think nice i can't wait to get my hands on that all right guys well if you guys have any questions or comments for us uh, email us at podcast at equippedindoor.com make sure you guys go check us out on facebook like us on that instagram of course subscribe to us on youtube and make sure you go check out the website at www.equippedindoor.com Join and become a member on the uh, Fair Play Network as low as nine cents a day. Actually, lower if you get the annual. I think it's like eight dollars, nine dollars a year. So check it out, guys. Really helps us out, and it's some great stuff. Well, you guys take care, be safe out there, and remember: if you're not always prepared, you're never prepared. Thanks. Mm-hmm.